the time is now. Will you be the one? Will you go where the shepherd's hand is leading? Will you tell the lost in the road of the God you've come to know? And though you may not see just how he is working all things out, all he's asking now.
Amen and amen. Truly, the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. Amen. All the sweet fellowship that has already begun before we even began. Amen. Good evening, Central Park Baptist Church. Good evening to you all, and welcome to Wednesday evening worship. At this time, if you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 63. Hymn 63, oh, how he loves you and me. Oh, how he loves you and me. And we're talking about Jesus. Oh, how he loves you and me. Hymn 63, hymn 63. Sing along. Oh, how he loves you and me. What more could he give? Oh, how he loves you. Oh, how he loves me. Oh, how he loves you and me. Jesus to Calvary did go. Father, Lord, we do thank you, Lord, for this gathering this evening, Father. Father, we, we really love the part of this hymn, Lord, where it says that you've brought hope from despair, Lord. And so, Father, it is in you, Lord, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we have that blessed hope, and we're so thankful for it. Please be with the preaching tonight, Lord, and we just uh, ask, Lord, that you be high and lifted up and glorified this evening. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. Now, the Lord loves you and me, and he's coming back to get us one day. One day he is coming, and that's going to be a glorious day. Amen. Him 62. Him 62. One day. One day when heaven was filled with this progress, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin, dwelt among men, my example is he, a living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he Fight freely forever. Oh, one day he's coming. Oh, glory. 
one day they led him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on the tree. Suffering anguish, despised and rejected. Bearing our sins, my Redeemer is he. A living he loved me. Dying he saved me. Buried he carried my sins far away. I really like that part of the song. Arising he justified freely forever. Oh, one day he's coming. Oh, glorious day. Oh, one day they left him alone in the garden. One day he rested from suffering free. Angels came down o'er his tomb to keep vigil. Hope of the hopeless, my Savior is he. Living he loved me, dying he saved me. Buried he carried my sins far away. Rising he justified freely forever. One day he's coming, oh glorious day. Oh, one day the grave could conceal him no longer. One day the stone rolled away from the door. Then he arose over death he had conquered. Now is ascended, my Lord, evermore. Living he loved me, dying he saved me. Buried he carried my sins far away. Rising he justified freely forever. One day he's coming, oh glorious day. Oh, one day the trumpet will sound for his coming. One day the skies with his glory will shine. Wonderful day my beloved was bringing. Glorious Savior, this Jesus is mine. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified freely forever. Oh, one day he's coming, oh, glorious day. Amen. Amen. See that God be here to say amen. I'm telling you, these two sections right in here, this area, look really good. Now, I don't know what Brother Aaron did over here. But he's going to have to get a little, put a little work into this, this side over here, amen? But I'm, I'm glad you're here. Appreciate you coming. 
Appreciate your faithfulness tonight. Uh, please make sure you have you have your bull or your uh, prayer sheets. Everybody get one. Anyone need a prayer sheet? Just raise your hand, Miss Eva and, and Miss Mallory, uh, Brother Benjamin. Uh, also, I want you to please make sure you uh, get your um, bulletins and and stay up with the uh, events. Uh, also, I know there's one thing uh, the uh, college and career young adult activity that's going on this Saturday. They need three more people. Okay, I think they they have twelve and they need three more. So, brother uh, Elias wanted me to let everyone know they needed fifteen. So, uh, please, I need to know that tonight if you'd like to go. Uh, so, let them know that. And uh, if you're not signed up, I, I don't know what they're doing, but I, I know that it's uh, whatever they're doing. It don't cost anything. The price is right, amen. So, uh, but uh, please see him immediately after service and and uh, let him know. I think they to get the group price or something that they're doing. They need to have fifteen. So, uh, so please see him about that. If you know someone who might like to go, uh, invite them. Uh, but again, let him know about that. All right. Uh, also, please uh, remember that. Uh, uh, Saturday, uh, soul winning, weather permitting. I know it's been, it was cold like in the 30s uh, this past uh, Saturday. Uh, so if it's cold out, we'll, we're not going to do that. I, I, don't, I don't hate to not go, but uh, I don't want to knock on someone's door and have them stand there when it's 35, 40 degrees. One, it, it just, it doesn't, it, people don't like that. Okay, for the most part, you may come, you may knock on some, and there's folks out there that are kind and and accommodating. Uh, so, but if but anyway, but please, uh, folks, watch your phones. We'll send that out. Kind of keep an eye on that, uh, and just uh, and and watch. Okay, uh, Sunday, please be ready for worship Sunday morning. Now, I already know some folks are going out of town, uh, but if you're not, please be here. If y'all are not here, Brother Shelton is going to be the only one. That's right. And and he's already been saved three times, I'm just saying, all right? I mean, and that's what happens when you're the only one here. I mean, when I preach, I preach for results, and the Lord expects results. And, and, and Brother uh, Shelton is very accommodating. <laughs> I'm just kidding, okay? But please be here. Ready to go. I know some folks are going to be out the 27th. So, uh, but do please, if you're here, be here. Bring someone with you, and I promise you, if you put the Lord first, uh, your your Thanksgiving will be a whole lot better. That's right. And uh, so, I'm, I'm uh, please uh, be be faithful about that. Um, read your bulletins. Uh, other than that, I don't know what else is going on. So, uh, you can read those and. And if you have any questions, see myself or Brother Marco. We'll, we'll help you out with that, all right? Now, prayer sheets. Everybody have those. All right. If you, uh, please get those out, and uh, let's go over those really quick. We'll not mention all of them, just a few special requests. Please remember uh, the Sorensons, uh, Brother Eric and their family. Uh, and I, I'm thankful that they are here tonight. I can't, I can't think of a better place to be. Uh, than, than around uh, your brothers and sisters in Christ and, and in God's house. But Miss Sorensen uh, passed away yesterday and uh, just suddenly. And uh, so please pray for 
them and let, let them know you're going to be praying for them. And uh, But the great thing about all this is that she's saved. Amen. 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 Uh, she's if you she always she just got her a new walker and I was always kidding her about having her driver's license for that you know and lit, well I'm telling you she don't need that uh, she's she's uh, standing straight amen in the presence of God that that makes it all worthwhile uh, but there's still an empty place right. and uh, in in the hearts of the family so please pray for them and uh, whatever we can do to help them. Uh, let's do that, amen, amen. and uh, let them know that we, we are there for them, so please keep them in your prayer. Uh, continue to pray for Miss Erica. She's here this evening as well, amen. going through chemo treatments and radiation, and uh, so please uh, remember to pray for her. Uh, just uh, I, I spoke with Brother Gary today, Gary Lund. Uh, he is scheduling a port uh, for dialysis, so uh, pray for him. Uh, he's just very weak. Uh, so please keep him in your prayers and uh, and just, uh, uh, again, pray for these that are on the list. I know that they would appreciate that so much. You know, we you never know what folks are going through. Right. And uh, so please, uh, I would encourage you, spend some time on a daily basis, at least once a day, maybe twice a day, praying over the people on this prayer sheet. Amen. 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 I'm telling you. It'll make a difference in you for praying for them, and it'll make a difference in them because you prayed for them. Amen. So uh, please don't forget about that. Uh, oh, one other thing is, please uh, remember, if you're not signed up for the photographs for the pictorial directory, please do that. Man, uh, Miss uh, Zoe's doing a fantastic job with Amen. that. Uh, people are getting here on time early. I mean, uh, it's working great. So. Uh, uh, if you have a little time, and uh, but show up, I, I'd show up early because you may get through early, amen. And if you get through early enough, me and Brother Mark will be around. We'll, you can go buy us a hamburger or something, okay? Yeah. But, I mean, you have to do something with that extra time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but please sign up. We want everyone to be uh, involved in the pictorial directory. We want everybody to be in that. Uh, so please uh, look at the list and make sure you're signed up for that, all right? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and uh, please, uh, again, re remember one other thing. Pray for Brother uh, uh, Choi about his immigration. Yeah, we, yeah, the uh, attorneys have sent off all of the immigration paperwork and stuff to the immigration office, and, uh, you know, I don't know what the uh, procedure that, about that is from this point, but I'm praying and asking God that whoever looks at his paperwork We'll stamp that with an approval stamp, and uh, we'll get all that done. Because in about two years, we got to do it again. And uh, so we don't want anything to hinder us from doing that. And and Brother Choi has not been home since he's been in Bible school three years. And we want to try to get that fixed so that he can go home, but also come back without any trouble whatsoever. And uh, so please pray with us. Uh, about that. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask God's blessings uh, on these prayer requests. Dear Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. And, and uh, Lord, I'm thankful that your goodness, Lord, is just your nature. And, Lord, that there's nothing that comes in our path, Lord, uh, because you don't love us, but, mm -hmm. Lord, but because you do love us. And, Lord, even though we don't understand a lot of things, and, 
Lord, you still love us and you're still there to help us and comfort and strengthen us. And I pray, Lord, that you, dear Holy Spirit, would, uh, God, watch over us today and comfort and strengthen us. Lord, a special prayer for the Sorensons, Lord. And God, we know that Mrs. Sorensen is there with you. And uh, Lord, she's, uh, I've always thought, in, stepping in high cotton, Lord, she's uh, in the presence of the Lord. And uh, God, she's around the saints of God in a, in a body that knows no pain or hurt, Lord. And uh, God, and I'm thankful for that. But I'm also thankful that one day that, Lord, that there's going to be a home going. Lord, there's going to be a family reunion. Uh, that God lasted all these couple thousand years, and Lord, that time will not ha have any, uh, uh, it'll just not hold any bonds on that, Lord, and I'm thankful, and I say even so, Lord, come. Uh, Lord, please help us. Be with the Sorensons in a special way. Be with uh, the family. Lord, we pray uh, also a, a special prayer for those that we've mentioned tonight. Lord, there's many that are on our help list, Lord. Brother uh, Gary, Lord, is getting ready to put a, a, a port in for dialysis, Lord, we pray for him, that you strengthen him for Miss Erica, Lord, and for her chemotherapy. I think of Brother Maker, Lord, as well. And God, there's just many on our list that have health uh, problems, Lord, and going through some things with their health. And I pray for them, God, that you'd please, Lord, watch over them and, and uh, strengthen them, Lord. We pray for Miss Jackson, Lord, that you'd be with her and the rest of the family as they watch over her, Lord. And, and God, so please just help our people. Uh, God, it's uh, uh, one thing about health, Lord, it changes on a daily basis. And so, Lord, I pray that your hand of favor be upon us. Lord, bless us, God. Lord, I pray a special prayer for Brother Wu Jin. Lord, as he's, we, the attorney has sent off all of the uh, paperwork, Lord, for his uh, visa. God, please, I pray that, Lord, you, you lift rulers up and you set them down. And you put people in positions, Lord, that, that you want to be there and, Lord, there's someone that you know who it is that's in that position that's going to look at his paperwork, and they're going to make the determination whether to approve his visa or not. And so, Lord, I pray, dear Father God, that you'd please touch their hearts, and they would stamp that visa with the stamp of approval the first time through. No trouble. They'll not need anything else from us, uh, Lord, but everything will be good to go. And so, Lord, we pray a special prayer for that and for Brother Wu Jin tonight, Lord, and we thank you for it. Lord, thank you for our people tonight, Lord, that are here. Bless our Bible study. Pray, God, that everything that we do and say will bring honor and glory to your holy name. We pray, God, for this offering that we're about to receive. Lord, we pray, God, that you bless the gift and the giver. And help us, dear Father, God, to be the kind of stewards of, of what's given, Lord, that would bring honor and glory to your name and that would further the cause of Christ in this place that we might see souls saved. Folks baptized and added to this church family, Lord, and we'll give you the praise and the glory for it all because it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Do you have an offering? You please come. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 324, hymn 324. 
after we sing this hymn, we ask that you please briefly greet each other. Uh, hymn 324, hymn 324. For grace of Jesus, greater than all my sin. How shall my tongue describe it? Where shall its praise begin? Taking away my burden, setting my spirit free. The wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me. Wonderful, the matchless grace of Jesus, deeper than the mighty rolling sea, higher than the mountain, sparkling like a fountain, all sufficient grace for even me, broader than the scope of my transgression, all my sin is shame. Oh, magnify the precious name of wonderful grace of Jesus reaching to all the lost by it I have been pardoned saved to the uttermost amen for thunder giving me liberty for the wonderful grace of Jesus Reaches me, a wonderful, the matchless grace of Jesus, deeper than the mighty rolling sea, higher than the mountain, sparkling like a fountain, all sufficient grace for even me, broader than the scope of my transgressions, greater far than all my sin and shame. Oh, magnify the precious name of Jesus, praise his name. A wonderful grace of Jesus, reaching the most defiled. By his transforming power, making him God's dear child. Purchase of peace and heaven for all eternity and the wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me. Oh, wonderful, the matchless grace of Jesus, deeper than the mighty rolling sea, higher than the mountain. Sparkling like a fountain, all sufficient grace for even me. Broader than the scope of my transgression, greater far than all my sin and shame. Oh, magnify the precious name of Jesus, praise his name. Amen. Please greet each other at this time as we prepare for this evening's special.
travel through this pilgrim land, there is a friend who walks with me. Leads me safely through the sinking sand, it is the Christ at Calvary. This will be my prayer, dear Lord, each day you help me do the best I can. For I need thy light to guide me day and night, blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Jesus, hold my hand. Chapter 6, thank you very much. That's good, I like that. Daniel chapter 6. We're going to start reading verse 18. We'll read down through verse 24. Daniel chapter 6, beginning in verse 18. It's on page 1043, just in case you need to know. Help you out a little bit. Found your place, amen. 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 Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither uh, were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste uh, into the den of the lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice. And I, and I know we're reading this, but we wanna, we're trying to get caught back up, okay? Uh, and the king spake and said, Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, uh, is thy God, whom thou servest, continually able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me, for as much 
as before him innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done uh, no hurt. Then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. And the king commanded and they brought those men which had accused Daniel and they cast them in the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had the mastery of them and break all their bones in pieces uh, or ever they came at the bottom of the den. Uh, verse 25, then King Darius wrote unto all the people, nations, languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and steadfast forever and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end. Uh, he delivereth and rescueth. And he worketh signs and wonders, hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel, now I want you to stay with that, right, those two words here in a few minutes, we'll get to that. So this Daniel prospered uh, in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Father, help us, Lord, as we come now to the close of this chapter. I pray that you'd bless the reading of your word and help us, God, to glean from it those things that will help us and strengthen us in our Christian walk on a daily basis, Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. All right, Daniel's delivered from, uh, by God from the lion's den, and now we see where in verse 25, Darius uh, the king wrote a decree. Now remember who wrote the last decree. Uh, it, it, the king, uh, watch this, the, the king only signed the last one. Right. You remember the enemy handcrafted for Darius, the last decree to sign, and it was written uh, uh, by these guys and, you know, in order to get Daniel. But this one is written by Darius himself, and if you notice, it's God-honoring, all right? Amen. This decree is similar, if you go back to Daniel chapter 3, verse 29 30, uh, if you go back to the decree in that chapter, you find it's, it's similar to the one that Nebuchadnezzar made and uh, in chapter 3 and later again in Daniel 4. Uh, so this evening we're starting off in, in verse 25. And I want you to notice the people here who it's written to. The statute was for all the kingdom over which Darius reigned. And notice it says uh, that all people and all nations. Now that is it's an exaggeration uh, coming from Darius. And if you've ever noticed about leaders and rulers in high positions, they have a tendency to exaggerate. Amen. And y'all probably noticed that. Especially when describing something of their own. Just like Darius. He's no different. I mean, human nature, listen, faces may change, but human nature has never changed. All right. So Darius is no exception. It's a universal decree, and it affects a lot of people. And notice in verse 25 what he says. He said, peace be multiplied unto you. Now remember, in the previous decree, there's no peace whatsoever. The previous decree was against prayer because it was a wicked decree. And listen, anything that goes against the word of God is a wicked decree. It, 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 it's not, it is not right. Yeah, we... The, the Word of God ought to always be our authority in everything. 
And we can see this here where the decree that was written before by these enemies, listen, they were not just an enemy of Daniel, but they were an enemy of God. And they, so they, they wrote that decree and they stopped prayer again for 30 days. But the nature of this decree is going to allow for peace. Now the principle here is that where sin is, there's no peace. Remember, peace, let me read, peace comes when or where sin is gone and righteousness reigns. Uh, peace comes where God is honored. And this decree of Darius honored the righteousness of Daniel and the God of Daniel. Listen, righteousness uh, was not honored. Uh, uh, I mean, if you think about what's going on in our, play, our situation or our society today, righteousness is not being honored much at all. Not today, uh, but wickedness seems to be. You let somebody do something stupid and wicked, listen, you know what? Everybody patting them on the back. Man, look what they, what, and you let somebody do something right and God-honoring, uh, and they're shunned and they're put down as a result of it. Well, here in this decree by Darius, uh, it, 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 it honors the righteousness of Daniel, but it also honors God as well. Look in verse 26, and there's, there's five things uh, that Darius says here, and I think it's an amazing thing because Darius is a pagan king. But he says five things here that uh, I think ought to really kind of get our attention. Number one, he tells us to, uh, talks about the worship of God. He says, Darius says, tremble in fear before uh, the God of Daniel. And he's letting them know, listen, God is to be revered and to be respected. He's saying, listen, this is what you're going to do. Wouldn't it be nice if we had somebody stand up in the world today and said, here, I'm making a decree. It's going to be a law of the nation that everybody's going to worship God. Amen. Not Listen, I mean, he's really putting it down, and he, he mentioned some other things, but, but listen, this, this involves worship. And, and, and listen, we fall down before God in awe and reverence and veneration because of his greatness and his glory. But a lot of worship today is everything but that. Uh, we, uh, you know, they got to have the, the fog lights and, you know, because there's so much smoke going on in there. And uh, I'm telling you, it, all you got to do is YouTube it uh, and see what's going on under the guise of worship today. Brother, Brother Elias and I was talking about that again today, about, uh, uh, you know, about uh, the, the worship. We, we were talking about some stuff and somebody said, uh, you know, we, uh, we asked them about some microphones and they said, oh, well, we... Uh, you know, if we're going to get the right microphones, we need to know a few things. And, they, and so Brother uh, Eli said, okay, what do you need to know? He said, well, we need to know how many drum sets you have. You have one or two and uh, guitars, you know, how many of them do you have? And it's like, and then the guy says, oh, wait a minute, but are y'all more, are y'all traditional or listen? And I, and I said, what'd you tell him? He said, I told him we were traditional. And I said, that's exactly what we are. Listen, I, we don't need the, the worldly stuff up here to try to get somebody to do something for the honor and glory of God. I mean, I, back when I was young, dumb, and ignorant, when I was about 22, I don't know if all people are like that when they're 22, but I was. I can still remember going to, some, to, to rock concerts well, listen, I, I mean, I went to some that I thought, man, this is the way to do it. And then I've turned on some YouTube and looked at some worship services, and I'm telling you, it didn't look any different whatsoever. Yeah. 
Listen, what we do in here ought to be God-honoring. And Daniel, or Darius, writes this decree, and he says, Tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. One of the greatest needs of the world today is, that, is to fear God, and people do not do that anymore. But one of these days they're going to. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was uh, watching an old movie or something the other day, and they were coming toward the Grim Reaper. And, and, I, and, and I can still hear the voice saying, call the name, say, step forward. And in my mind, I go to the, to the great white throne judgment of God. And God himself says, and I can see the, the line, the myriad of people. In a, in it, I don't know if it's going to happen this way or not, but it could. Where God calls their name and says, step forward. Listen, I don't know if they're going to step, but they may crawl. Because they know that their name, because the Bible says those whose names are not written or not found in the Lamb's book of life are going to be cast into the lake of fire. Can you imagine after that first one goes in what everybody else is going to be thinking? Listen, the greatest need is to fear God. And, and we don't see any of that today. We don't see in, much of it. Listen, hardly anybody lost people. But I'm telling you, it's getting to where we need to, you know, see some Christian people that fear God. Yeah. Yes, sir. We want to, anyway, worship of God, Darius talks about. Fear and tremble. Uh, I'll keep going. I don't want to get my plow hung up. The worth of God. And Darius talks about the living God. Unlike the idols of, of the, this pagan king Darius, what, listen, they were dead, worthless. And they could do absolutely nothing for us or for them. And, and you know, and I know it looks kind of crude sometimes, but, but I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like a praying to, uh, to this, painting a face on it and, and praying to that. That's ridiculous. How, how that you pray for something that's an inanimate object and no life in it whatsoever, yet they pray to that and, and expect that to try to help them and try to do something for them. Listen, that's foolishness. And, but Darius, listen, and, and what gets me is something happened. Listen, I think Daniel had been a, a, a testimony to Darius for years before he ever got thrown in the lion's den. And Darius knew something was different about Daniel. And it just put the icing on the cake, so to speak, when Daniel came up out of that lion's den. And now Darius knows that, that Daniel serves a living God. Listen, God is, God's worth is demonstrated in that he is alive forever and evermore. You know, when I thought about that, I, thought, I asked myself the question, what's God worth? That'd be a, that's a hard question to answer. I don't know that I have an answer for that. I don't know that I could articulate that. But I know he's worth enough to where he can save my wretched soul and take me to heaven, amen. Listen, I'm thankful that God is a, a living God. Look in verse 26. He talks about the way of God or, or being steadfast. Uh, that word steadfast, I looked that up, and it means permanent. Sure, firm. And I thought, listen, 
that's talking about Jehovah. I mean, he, he is steadfast forever. God is faithful. A lot of people don't behave that way, but guess what? It doesn't matter whether we do. God is. He is permanent. He is sure, firm. And it guess what? Just like his word. It's permanent, sure, firm. It's ever settled in the heavens. And I'm thankful today that God is faithful and that we can trust him. Hebrews 13, 8, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. We can depend on him. He can be trusted. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 23, it tells us, Great is thy faithfulness. Praise the Lord for that. I'm thankful that even when we are not, he is. You know why? Because Adair said, be steadfast. Here's a pagan king saying that he's steadfast. Listen, we ought to sit up and take notice if the pagan king is talking about the steadfastness of God. Uh, he's steadfast. Notice something else. He, he talks about the word of God. It says, the Bible says here, his kingdom shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end. Now, now this, watch right here. This will put a little spring in your step and it'll put a little hope in your day. God's kingdom shall never be destroyed. Amen. Listen, there's a war going on right now over in Ukraine and, and Russia. And listen, and they're trying to overthrow Ukraine. They're having a hard time about it. But listen, there's still war going on. People are still dying. But I'm here to let you know, no army will ever dethrone God or defeat him, ever. Listen, I I want you to understand, he is unconquerable. I I took a little little trip, kind of like Brother Miller, and I looked that up. And it means enduring, invincible, unstoppable, undefeatable, undefeated, indestructible, and unshakable. Amen. I could have got a lot more, but I thought, well, I don't want to go too far, amen. But I'm thankful that God is every bit of those things, and his kingdom is to the end. Well, when is the end? Well, whenever he dies. I mean, listen, one of these days the kingdom of man will be over. It will cease, but God's kingdom won't. So Darius talks about his kingdom shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end. Look in verse 27. There's something else. He talks about the work of God. It says he delivereth and rescueth. You know, God's still at work, by the way. Uh, I mean, he's on the job 24-7. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, to deliver and rescue, this requires power. To do that. And God has the power to deliver and rescue men from impossible situations. Oh no, kind of like a lion's den. Oh no, kind of like a, a fiery furnace. You know what? His might is greater than the might of any enemy. Listen, God's, God is all powerful, He is almighty, He is sovereign. Listen, He is high and lifted up, He's God. Listen, he's controlling all this stuff. And, and people say, man, if, if the sun was just a little bit closer, we, you know, we would all burn up. If, if it was a little further away, we would all freeze it. Yes, death. Yeah, but it's not. Why? Because God's in control. God's all powerful. And God manifested himself 
in that watch. He hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Now Darius believed in the miracles of God, which is something because uh, he was a pagan king. And, and not only that, but a lot of apostate preachers don't believe in the miracles of God. But I, I believe in them. You know how I know? Well, because I, I are one. You know how I know? Because I've been passed from death unto life. That's a miracle. Only God could do that. Only God could take someone that was dead in trespasses and sin and make, quicken him and make him alive and make him bound for heaven. That's a miracle of God. It's a miracle of God if you're saved and born again. You couldn't save yourself, but God did. And he delivered us. And just like he delivered Daniel. Now watch this phrase in verse 27. I, I thought this was interesting. It says that he hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Now, uh, in, here in this church, that word power here in the phrase, the power of the lions, it can be translated Paul, P-A-W. Because the word power literally means hand. Okay. Now, if you go back in Daniel chapter 5 and verse 5, I'll give you an example because the word is translated hand. When it talks about the hand that's writing on the wall of Belshazzar's palace, okay? Now, Daniel was delivered from the power or the paw of the lion. Now, it is usually with the paw of the lion that the lion strikes down his prey before he devours it. So literally is talking about that, that, Satan, that, that uh, Daniel was delivered from the hand of the lion. Listen, I want you to understand something, that Satan is out through his power to try to strike you down. But if we claim and trust in the almighty hand of almighty God, then we will be saved from the paw or the striking down of the hand of Satan himself. But you can't do it. Only God can do that, just like he did here. Daniel, again, was delivered from the paw of the lion. Now look in verse 28. I'm, I'm trying to get through. The success after the cruelty uh, is here in verse 28. And it says, uh, well, look back in, in verse 13 uh, in chapter 6. I want to show this to you. I was thinking about this when I was reading over my notes. I thought, listen, the Holy Spirit of God is, is amazing. And I like, if you read stuff, be careful when you read it. You can get little things in here. And it's like the Holy Spirit's just getting a little dig at something, you know. It's like he's going, well, look in verse 13. You remember this in verse 6? You remember the enemy? They're, they've come and, and they've caught Daniel. You know, they caught him red-handed. He's praying. They caught him. It says, then answered they and, and said before the king. Look at the next two words. What does it say? That Daniel. You know, there, that, that Daniel, that Daniel, that Daniel. That Daniel right there, that low down, that low down Hebrew guy, listen, that Jew guy that you put in, that Daniel, the one that prayed, that Daniel. He's not, he don't respect you. You, you remember all that. Well, now look here in this verse, in, in verse 28, chapter 6. Let me find, let me get back to my place. Notice what it says. So 
What's the next two words? <laughs> Isn't that neat? <laughs> now, God, men tried to kill Daniel, and they wanted to uh, make him look bad. They wanted to prejudice him before the people, before the facts were ever given. They wanted to make him look bad. That Daniel, the one you put in, the one that you put in that position, that Daniel. And so the Holy Spirit says, so this Daniel. You know, this Daniel right here. Remember the one that you tried to kill? The one that you said was up there praying and, and doing all this bad stuff? This Daniel. This one right here. You know, the one I delivered from the lion's den, the one that's still here and the lions are out there. Yep. The one that just ate up all them other people? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this Daniel. You know, um, you know my friend da Daniel, the one whose name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, this Daniel. The one who has a home in heaven already prepared, you know, this Daniel. You know, this Daniel, the one that I, I've taken care of these many years because he stood for me and because he, 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 he did the right thing. Yeah, this Daniel. I can, it, listen, I think the Holy Spirit of God just, Kind of getting a little jab, and that's right. I wrote. I put the Holy Spirit takes a jab. Listen, this is a, a great encouragement for anybody who reads about what Daniel went through. Listen, Daniel was faithful to God, but ended up in the lion's den. You ever try to do your best, and you're faithful, and you serve God, and you do things the way God says, and and wind up in the lion's den? You ever been there? Well, I have. Bunch. I mean, you, you're trying to serve God and you're faithful and you even come to church on Wednesday nights. Man, Lord, I've been, I come to church on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, I'm on Wednesday night, I tithe, I go out and visit, I tell people about the Lord and, and I'm in the lion's den. That's what happened to Daniel. Listen, but wait a minute. That's not the end of the story. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I wrote this down for me. Don't quit on God before the end of your story. Amen. You know, sometimes in life, we don't see the sun for a while. I mean, because life gets covered over with clouds and storms. Y'all still with me? Say amen. Yeah. amen. I would imagine... Uh, that that old lion's den was dark, damp. I believe it smelled. I mean, it was a dark day for Daniel. I, listen, and he's there because he did the right thing. He didn't do anything wrong. He did the right thing. He prayed. He'd been praying three times a day for years. He'd been, when, when uh, the Darius and the other kings were doing things ungodly, Daniel was just minding his business and staying away from all that nonsense and serving God and, and living for God, keeping his testimony in track, or intact, his influence intact, and, and doing the best he can for God. And now all of a sudden, he's in the lion's den. Yep, it's dark. I mean, often our days are dark. I mean, we, the storms come and, and we, we 
look out and we think, man, but, but wait a minute. Don't let the clouds cause you to think that the sun has stopped shining. Amen. Okay? Don't do that. Eventually, guess what's going to happen? The clouds are going to break. The sun's going to shine through. I mean, the lion's den was a terrible black storm in the life of Daniel, and it threatened even to end his life. But watch, but the storm passed. You remember what the Lord Jesus himself said to his disciples when they got in the boat? And I'm paraphrasing. He said, let's go to the other side. Now, sometimes on our journey to get to the other side, you're going to go through a storm. I mean, we're, if you haven't noticed, we are not on a greased plank to heaven. We're on a greased plank, all right. But I'm telling you, on that greased plank, we're going to face some trouble, and we're going to go fast right into it, and there's not any stopping. You're going to go through it. If you're not going in a storm, there's three things. You're either going in a storm... You're either going through a storm, listen, or you're coming out of one. But you're in one of those three stages. And you don't stay in all of them forever. But sometimes we go through a storm, just like Daniel. But the storm passed. And notice what it says. This Daniel, God says, this Daniel right here, my friend, look what the next word is. What is it? What? Prospered. You know, this life may be full of clouds, but God is still with us. And one day, it may not be until we get to heaven, but one day, the clouds are going to be taken away. And in heaven, there's not going to be any clouds. There's going to be perpetual lighting. No electric bills. Amen. And you know what? We'll prosper for eternity. Uh, I'm looking forward to that day. And the Holy Spirit of God points it out and says, this Daniel. Listen, you know, it kind of goes along with Romans 8, 28, where it says, and, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. You know, when in the storm, we have a hard time thinking about that. But I want to let you know, listen, the storm will pass. So don't quit on God before the end of your story. Yeah, yeah God's writing it, and he's got the pen, and he's going to write it. Notice this, uh, two things about the, the success of Daniel, the prosperity of Daniel. Two things are involved. One, the removal of his enemies. Okay? And we already talked about that. The first one thing that happened is, is the king had Daniel, I mean, had Daniel's enemies thrown into the lion's den. One of these days, God's going to take care of the enemy. Yeah. Amen? Amen. And, but listen, people are not our enemy today. Amen. We may think they are. They may do bad things, wrong things, evil things. But listen, they're not our enemy. Our enemy is Satan. Uh, and, and listen, but we uh, wield the, the sword of Almighty God in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can defeat our enemy. But it's up to us to try to tell them that Jesus saves and they can still, you say, well, you don't know what they're like. Listen, Jesus, it doesn't matter. He still saves, period. It doesn't matter what they're, what they're like, what they're going through, what they've been like in life. Listen, God will still save them through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And we've just got to look past sometimes that exterior. Listen, I'm glad that the Lord don't look out on the outside. He looks on the inside. So the first thing that involved Daniel's prosperity was the removal of his enemies. The second one was, was the restoration of Daniel to his office. And you know, when I got to thinking about this, I thought, you know, when, before Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, he had a, a high office in the kingdom. Okay? I mean, but when he was cast into the lion's den, guess what? He lost that. I can see these guys. We got him. Ain't no way he's getting out of this one. I mean, uh, they threw him in. The king put the, uh, the seal on the, on the stone that was rolled over the mouth of that, that pit. And I can just see those evil guys thinking, man, that guy is over. And I think they headed right to the palace admin building. I mean, think about, put yourself in those shoes for a minute. Um, They go in, they go right to his office. They take out all of his stuff, they throw it out in the hallway. I mean, they toss it aside, they close his Facebook account, they close his Twitter account. They take his, his company badge and they cut it up. They probably stepped on his plant that he had in the window. You know why? Because Daniel's over. I mean, these evil guys, they wanted to get rid of him. But listen, when evil tries to get rid of something of God, listen, evil wants to get rid of every evidence about that whatsoever. They don't want to even see it. I mean, after all, we got to get rid of the Ten Commandments. We can't let people see that. You see see what I'm saying? Listen, that's what they're doing. I can just see them. They, they, they take all of his stuff. You say, well, preacher, where would you get that? Well, it's in there. You just got to read it. When you preach, you can add some of that in there while you're preaching. Uh, but they, they, they got rid of him. And they tried to get rid of every evidence of him. But the problem was that they forgot who they're dealing with. They're not dealing with just Daniel. They're dealing with an almighty God. It's the one Darius was talking about, the living God, and and the one that he said that we're going to fear and tremble before him. And they're dealing with him, and they've forgotten it. Listen, God can deliver Daniel from the lion's den, and that's exactly what he did. Daniel didn't stay gone. And as a result, God promoted him out of the lion's den and watched and prospered him in the kingdom while his enemy became lion food. Look what it says. So this Daniel prospered first in the reign of Darius. Now, secular history tells us that Darius only reigned probably about two more years. So after the lion's den... Uh, Daniel's service unto Darius lasted about a year or so. But notice it doesn't stop there. It said, and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. I mean, when Cyrus took over after Darius died, Daniel continued to prosper in the reign of Cyrus. You say, well, how long? Well, the Bible doesn't say. But if you look in Daniel chapter 10, turn just flip a couple of pages. Look in verse 1 and notice what it says. 
It says, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed, two words, unto who? Huh. Daniel's still around. Where's all of his enemies? They're gone. Listen, in all the changes and trials Daniel faced in life in Babylon, think about it, in Babylon, Daniel remained faithful to God. Listen, if Daniel can do it during that, we can do it where we live. I mean, say, well, how do we do it, preacher? Well, you stay clean for one. You stay steadfast for another, and then you stay prayed up. Yep. Listen, you know the old saying, it's hard to soar like an eagle when you hang around a bunch of buzzards? That's true. If you want to be the kind of Christian God wants you to be, you've got to be careful with the people you run with. Yep. Uh, because... Running with the world and the people of the world as a Christian, it's like trying to fly with a ball and chain tied on your foot. Daniel is a good example of a person that did not do that. He stayed clean, he stayed steadfast, and he stayed prayed up. Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen it tells us, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. Well, doesn't it say in verse 28 that Daniel prospered? Yep. Listen, if he can do it, you can do it. Amen. If he can do it, we can do it. Um, and listen, if you're going through it, hang in there. Because your story's not over. Um we may go out and say, how long are we going to be in the storm? I can't answer that. Your storm may be different than mine. But we can get through it. You know, because I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You, you say, you, you may spend some time on your knees before God. And I'm telling you, that's the best place to go. Uh, but you'll find comfort there in the presence of God. Um, you'll find strength there in the presence of God and it all comes from here listen it, it, it brings a peace that passes all understanding and you're all going to go through a storm uh, but we can make it because remember Jesus said to his men let's go to the other side and if you're saved then the same Jesus was in the boat with them lives in you and, and you can do it you can do it because He's already done it. Amen. Amen. Father, help us. God, I pray that you strengthen us, Lord, tonight. Lord, we saw that uh, how these men meant evil for Daniel. They tried to destroy him. And Lord, Satan tried to destroy him. But God, you prospered Daniel. And I'm thankful for the little tidbit in there, Lord, where, where those men, the evil men said, that Daniel, and meant it for evil. And then you turned around and said, this Daniel. God, help us, Lord to be this Daniel, this Christian, this child of God, Lord, who stands the test, goes through the storm, and we come out on the other side, Lord, and we, and we prosper as a result of being steadfast. Help us to look to you who is 
steadfast, unmovable, Lord, that, and, and you change not. God, help us to follow your example. Strengthen us, Lord, today. Speak to our hearts, and I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if the Lord's speaking to your heart, I want to give you an opportunity to come, so you come.